certainly good to see you this morning, and it's especially good to have the bond servants with us. You guys come, and we're blessed to have them. God bless you guys. Thank you for being here. Oh, good morning. <laughs> wow, those guys had some energy, didn't they? How many of you wish you had that much energy still? <laughs> hey, y'all be listening, because I'm going to have you come down here in a little while, okay? Can y'all do that for me in a little while? All right, I'll be listening up. Hey, I'm, I'm so thankful that we're able to be here. I've been looking forward to this service. And, um, you know, I guess uh, the last time we were here, we were over there getting fed breakfast. That was great at the uh, Saturday lunch uh, breakfast deal and uh, I've been here a few other times since then climbing in the rafters and stuff up here thank you for letting me help work with the sound system and uh, it's, it's been an honor for me to, to help this church and uh, I, th I think it sounds pretty good don't y'all <laughs> can y'all understand everything I'm saying okay good so um, thank you Levi for coming in early just to we're running our system up here on the stage but it really the speakers and everything come from y'all so it's great having having a good system in that we can just plug into how many of you believe we're in a battle today? Folks, I tell you, the time is coming where the Lord's coming back real soon. You know, the Bible says we should be looking for His glorious appearing every day in Titus. Are you looking? We're going to sing this first song. It's called Battle Cry because, you know what? We are the light of the world. It's the Jesus that shines through us. And uh, people need to hear the truth. Amen. Can you hear the battle cry? Who is on the Savior's side? Help us lift the blood-stained banner high. Can you hear the battle cry? Oh, can you hear the battle cry? Who is on the Savior's side? Lift the bloodstained banner high. Can you hear the battle cry? There's a time to rest beside cool waters to watch and wait and plan. There's a time to rise up like an army, take our weapons in our hands. The Lord victorious goes before us, do not be afraid. Can you hear the battle cry? Who is on the Savior's side? Help us lift the blood-stained banner high. Can you hear the battle cry? Let us not grow weary as we carry the gospel to the lost. Let us lay our lives down in the service of our captain and his cross for evil rages so hearts courageous do not see the ground can you 
is sounding for the trumpet that shall never call retreat. He sifted out the hearts of men before the judgment seat. Hold me swift, my soul, to answer him. Be gentle of my feet as truth goes marching on. Can you hear the battle cry? Who is on the Savior's side? Help us lift the bloodstained banner high. Can you hear the battle cry? Can you hear the battle cry? Battle cry. It is a battle out there. It's a battle every day because the devil wants to stop whatever we're doing that's good for Christ. This next song we want to do is one that kind of asks a question, and you need to answer it. Do you know you're going to heaven? If you don't, hopefully before the day's over, you can get that answered. This answer says, I want to know. I want to know I want to know that he will welcome me there I do not want I do not want to be denied Let me live Let me live in that city so fair And that's enough That's enough for me to know Well, I want to know I want to know that he will welcome I do not want to be denied. Let me live. Let me live in that city so fair. And that's enough. That's enough for me to know. I do not know. Do, know do, do, the day do, my Savior do, will do, come. Do, but I must be do, 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 prepared do, to go. Do, 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 and if I'm I know he will come and that's enough. That's enough for me to know. Well, I want to know. I want to know that he will welcome me there. I do not want. I do not want to be denied. Let me live. Let me live in that city so fair. That's enough. That's enough for me to know. Well, let me live. Let me live in that city so fair. That's enough. That's enough for me. That's enough for me. That's enough. That's enough for me. Me to know. That's enough for me to know. 
That's enough for me. That's enough. That's enough for me. Oh, that's enough. That's enough for me. Thank you so much. I love singing that song too. You know, I had never heard of that song until LeBron brought it, and uh, I guess it's about 70 years old, isn't it? Probably. Close to it. About your age, right? Old. It's older than you are. <laughs> uh, this is LeBron Eller singing bass for us. Been with us for about eight and a half, nine years, nine years now. I'm Dale Crawford. I sing a lead for the group, and I've been with the group for about 27 years. Imagine that. <laughs> Mark, Mark's from Minnesota. It's the way he says Minnesota. You know, have y'all anybody from Minnesota here? I didn't think so. Ah, oh, one back there. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Mark's been singing with the group for about 23, 23 years now, and uh, Mark and I met each other at Tennessee Temple when we were in Singing Men together. And uh, just a just a great man of God. We just love singing with these guys. This is Eddie Cooper singing first tenor. Eddie's been with the group for about seven years. And um, Eddie came to us after another group had kind of come apart and uh, some deaths and things like that. But uh, it's been a thrill to have Eddie sing and sing in first tenor for us. You know, the, la the last recording that we did, uh, we wanted to kind of uh, bring back a lot of the hymns. So many churches uh, don't um, do a lot of hymns anymore. If they do, we hardly recognize them. But thank the Lord that y'all do. Amen. I, I saw some books up here that read back hymnal. And a lot of these books, these songs that we're going to sing came out of there. And uh, this next song, I want y'all to sing it with us. I want to be able to hear y'all. This one right good ear. <laughs> okay. It's called Nothing But the Blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. is all my hope and peace. 
nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is all my righteousness, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the thankful for the blood of Jesus today. Amen. You know, life has a lot of, a lot of tough times and tumultuous times, and you know, we should be following him every day. Um, this next song is another hymn, old hymn. You've probably seen it in the Redback Hymnal, and it talks about, you know, whenever there's nowhere else to go, where could I go? We should be going there first. Amen. Where could I go but to the Lord? Save me in the air. Let me tell you where. 
his child and forever. I am redeemed, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I am redeemed, redeemed, his child and forever. Redeemed, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I am redeemed, redeemed, his child and forever. Redeemed. Uh, Y'all been so gracious. Hey, all those kids that run down here to collect the offering, I need y'all to come back down here. Can y'all come on back down here? Now don't take all day, come on. <laughs> wow, okay. have y'all ever seen anybody so excited to take the offering? <laughs> You've lost your excitement. <laughs> uh, we're gonna sing a song, why don't y'all come up here on stage? Come on, guys. There was more than that. Come on. I know it. Come, come on. on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Right here. There you go. Man, aren't these beautiful children? I love to see children in church. <laughs> come on, guys. Hey, let me ask y'all a question. Some of them are a little bashful. How many of y'all have you? Uh, this is a test of who's going to be the fastest. Okay. How many of you have, have memorized John 3.16? All right. Can you quote it for us? John 3:16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Isn't that great? Well, let me ask you another question. What was the first song you learned to sing in church? Can you remember? Ah, that's a great song too. Anybody else? What? What was your first song you learned to sing? That's it. Jesus loves me. This I know. Y'all know that song? I told him. <laughs> I know it. Y'all are going to stand up here and sing this with us, okay? It starts a little slow, so I want to hear you pretty, pretty, pretty loud because we're going to put this microphone in front of your face at times, okay? All right. <laughs> I'll, stand up I'll sing the first verse. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so.
loves me He who died Heaven's gate He's gonna open wide Oh, He will wash away Thank you so much. That was awesome. Thank you guys so much. Oh, isn't it good to know this morning Jesus loves you? Wow. I remember when I was a kid singing that song. I tell you what, it's amazing as an adult. It means a different thing to me today as an adult. What a great song. We're going to sing this next song. and I know one thing. I'm glad my Savior died for me. That he hung on that cross, was buried in that grave, and he rose so I could have eternal life. That was a precious Sunday morning when he came off of that cross and when he came out of that grave. The song is called, Come Sunday Morning.
promise he made that he lay his life down. But in just three days, the grave would surrender in total defeat, and death would be swallowed up in victory. Cause on Friday, the Savior died on the cross. Saturday, it seemed like all hope was lost. Soon there. Everything changes Come Sunday morning Oh, and the angel rolled Rolled that stone away And suddenly there's hope When just three days ago On Friday the Savior Died on the cross Saturday it seemed like All hope was lost There would be cause for rejoicing Cause everything changes Cause on Friday the Savior Died on the cross Saturday it seemed like Aren't you glad there was a Sunday morning? Because all hope was lost the day before that. But because of that Sunday morning, if you accepted Christ as your Savior, like this song says, one day I'll have a new life. On the resurrection morning, when all the dead in Christ shall rise, Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Sown in weakness, raised in power, ready to live in paradise. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. I'll have a new Lord, glory, glory. Be the redeemed. Never sad, there'll be no more sorrow. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. No strife. Saints are shouting heavenly beauty all around. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. I'll have a new Lord, glory, glory. Be the redeemed. Never sad, there'll be no more sorrow. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. No strife. Yes, pain's in the light. It's all my savior, ready to leave. I'll be glad. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. 
I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. Pray the redeemed. Never sad, no be no more sorrow. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. No strife. In his likeness. Ready to leave. I'll be glad I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. I'll have a new home. I love singing that song because uh, it talks about we'll have a new life. And because of that day when Jesus died on the cross, God gave his only begotten son. I just think about that. The wonderful gift that God gave us, their own, his only son. I can't imagine doing that myself, but he loved us that much. And because if he died and he rose again and he lives for us that we might have eternal life through Jesus Christ, his son. And I love this next song. It speaks of the power of the cross. Forgive it. 
daylight flees Now the ground beneath Quakes as its maker Bows his head Curtain torn in two Dead or raised to life Finished the victory two songs at the conclusion and I may twist their arm to do a little more. Maybe I could join them. No, don't run out. Don't run out. Everybody's headed for the exit. Uh, seriously, that was great and we are going to have them back. We're looking at John chapter 1 for a few moments. What a great blessing to hear that music. Amen. Amen. And now we'll look just for a few moments in the Word. We'll take a look in the book for a walk in the world. We need the word and we need to worship the Lord. We've done that. And so let's look at the scriptures this morning. God bless us as we just gaze upon your, your scriptures and see ourselves in the mirror and help us, Lord, to leave here a little better than when we came in because of you and what you've done. We need you every hour. We certainly need you now. In Jesus' name, amen. What a great portion of scripture in John chapter 1, verses 43 and following of course, you, you know probably all about this passage, but I'm going to share just a few thoughts with you. Kind of a character sketch on Nathaniel. And Jesus says he doesn't have any guile in his life. He doesn't have any deceit. And we look at the Old Testament, we find Jacob, who was full of deceit. New Testament, Nathaniel doesn't have any. But they both needed the Lord. You know, no matter whether you're a good person or a bad person, without Jesus, you're lost. As it is written, there's none righteous, no, not one. Nathaniel's name means God has given. And here, John calls him, uh, Barth uh, Nathaniel in the synoptic gospels call him Bartholomew. And the synoptic means see together. That's Matthew, Mark, and Luke. John's 92% unique. And so he calls him here uh, Nathaniel. And Jesus, of course, says of him, there's no guile in his life. I love that. And I know he couldn't say that about me and probably couldn't say that about many of us. 
But he said that about Nathaniel. Think of all the good people in Scripture, Joseph and Daniel, and we think of Nicodemus and even the Virgin Mary. They all needed the Lord. They all needed the Lord. Uh, deceit is a, is a powerful thing. I was reading this cute little illustration. A survey, it was found that 15% of ladies tinted their hair. 38% wore a wig. 80% wore rouge. 98% wore eyeshadow. 22% wore false eyelashes. 93% wore nail polish. Yet 100% voted in favor of a resolution condemning any kind of false advertising. I'm glad you wear makeup. Uh, You know, I could use some as well. But deceit is so prevalent in our society. I I listen to the news and just people get on there and say things and you think, well, that is totally a lie. You know, some things are so blatantly obvious. And, and, And we find Jacob's life was just like that, obviously full of deceit. And Nathaniel is a man who's just a good man. And we're not going to read our text this morning, change just a little bit, because I want them to be able to have a little bit of time at the end. But we find here, Jesus says here, follow me in verse 43. The Bible says Jesus would go forth into Galilee and findeth Philip and saith unto him, follow me. And that's an interesting phrase because we think of the words follow me and we think of maybe just a one-time act. But it's actually, and this is a little bit, don't worry about this, but the grammar is present imperative, meaning continue to follow me. Too many people follow Jesus to the altar, and it ends right there. They don't follow him anymore. I remember being in Bible college, and and scores of people would go to the altar and surrender to preach, and I'm going to be a preacher. Many of them would say, very few are preaching today. One guy who was so passionate about preaching after college, pumped gas for years and years and years. Nothing wrong with pumping gas, but he never fulfilled what he said was his calling. So many people come forward and rededicate their lives, but really have never dedicated their lives and never follow Jesus Monday through Saturday. And so it's very important we understand that. Jesus says, follow me, continue to follow me. Philip finds Nathaniel and says to him, we found him. We found the one talked about in the law and the prophets. We have found him. They had studied. They had searched for him. And finally, they found him. The search for the right person was, was, was finally, they finally discovered the right person. Yeah. And of course, I love Jesus being the way. Uh, Spurgeon said don't, uh, said, don't believe any teaching which bids men not to strive to enter the narrow gate. Boy, the world makes it, and secularism and the churches make it so convenient and easy to be entertained. And, and boy, it's so easy to follow Jesus. Let me tell you something. When you follow him, you're supposed to take up a cross and follow him. It's not easy being a Christian in this world. It's hard to stand for God. And so here Jesus says, follow me. And I love in verse 46, because Nathaniel said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? I mean, here's a, here's a city of 300, and it was known as the city of garbage because uh, the Bible, we know that by studying Scripture and background, they would take, take garbage and throw it in the streets when they knew the Romans were coming to march because the Romans wouldn't deviate. And they'd come in and march through all that garbage. And it was just a poor city, a very poor city. And it was right on the outskirts of a big city called Sephoris. 
a city of 2,500 people with a big theater and everything was going on in, in Sephoris. And in fact, it's interesting because Jesus was a carpenter. You know, he worked on a lot of buildings. Scholars tell us he may have very well worked on the theater there in Sephoris. And of course, we think of carpenters as someone who frames a door, and that is that. But they had a lot of, a lot of concrete, a lot of buildings they would build. And we know Jesus probably worked on this theater. And he stood outside of this theater one time and called the Pharisees hypocrites. You know what that is? You know what a hypocrite is? It's a play actor. Perfect title for the, for the play actors of that day. I don't get my advice from people who spend their lives pretending to be something they're not. I mean, Hollywood actors, I don't need their advice. I get my advice, Psalm 1-1 from the Lord. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And it goes on to say, for his delight is in the law of the Lord. And so Nathaniel, he says, can any good thing come from Nazareth? I mean, really, what could come from Nazareth? And, and Philip says, come and see. Come and see. And of course, here's this Israelite. Jesus says he doesn't have any guile in his life. And that word guile, the Greek word is translated in Mark 7:22, deceit. In fact, the Old Testament of the day of the Jews, when it was translated into Greek, use the same word, deceit. And we understand what that word means. We're all deceitful. I've told plenty of black lies, plenty of white lies, and justified a few Rahab lies, you know? We've done that. We can deceive ourselves. I remember so many illustrations when I was young, things I did, and my dad or mom would catch me. I never knew how they were so wise. And then when you get our age, we think about catching our kids and they don't know how we figure it out. But, but deception is, is, is the work of the enemy. And, and so here's a man who doesn't have any guile, an Israelite indeed. He's a type of Christ. Uh, in Psalm 32, 2, it talks about the Lord saying, in his spirit is no guile. Isaiah 53, 9 says he had done no violence, neither was deceit in his mouth. Deception, I thought this is cute. I have to read you another story. Uh, you didn't even know I could read, but I have two little stories today. Maybe you heard about the guy who fell in love with an opera singer. He hardly knew her since his only view of the singer was through binoculars from the third balcony. But he was convinced if he married that wonderful voice, he'd live happy, happily ever after. He scarcely noticed she was considerably older than he, nor did he care that she walked with a limp. Her voice just mesmerized him. After a whirlwind romance and a hurry-up ceremony, they were off for their honeymoon together. She began to prepare for their first night together. As he watched, his chin dropped to his chest. She plucked out her glass eye and plucked it in a little container, plopped it in a container by the nightstand. She pulled off her wig. She ripped off her false eyelashes, yanked out her dentures, unstrapped her artificial leg, and smiled at him as she slipped off her Coke bottle-fit glasses. And he's just shocked, and he didn't know what to do, but he said, sing, please start to sing. <laughs> Deception. I mean, we understand that. It's, it's all throughout our world. We hear it on, 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 on TV. We hear the, the anchor people, and we sometimes hear it at church, and we sometimes hear it at work, and it's frustrating, but we too can be deceptive. But we need the Lord whether we're a Nathaniel or a Jacob. We need the Lord. Nathaniel says, how do you know me? In John 2, 25, Scripture tells us Jesus knew what was in man. 
I love this, this Samaritan woman, how he meets her. He knows all about her being a sinful woman. And he asks rhetorical questions like Nathaniel asked, is anything good in Nazareth? He asked her questions about her life. Come to find out she had all these men in her life, all these past husbands. Jesus knows what's in me. He knows what's in your heart, in my heart, because he's the all-knowing God. And he, he asks, and Nathaniel says, how do you know me? And Jesus responds and says, I saw you, uh, before Philip ever came to you, I saw you sitting under a fig tree. Now here we will find faith come to, comes to sight because Philip says, come and see. And, and Jesus said, thou shalt see. And he later said, ye shalt see. I mean, we see the, the faith of Nathaniel come to sight. He's sitting under a fig tree. A fig tree represents peace and safety and security. A lot of trees in scripture. Here he's sitting under a fig tree. Zacchaeus climbed up a sycamore tree. Absalom hung from an oak tree. Saul rested under a pomegranate tree. Elijah hid under a juniper tree while Jonah pouted under a gourd. Trees are seen a lot in scripture. And so Nathaniel now, he, Jesus said, follow me. And Philip said, come and see. Now Nathaniel realizes that he's everything to me. This is the one. He's shocked because Jesus had seen him. We know that by the next verse, which we'll read right now. It says, verse 51. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou, thou shalt see greater things than these. Nathanael was so shocked that the Lord had seen him. Obviously, he was alone, away from everyone. He thought he was alone, and the Lord saw him. And that so overwhelmed him. Now remember, Jews always wanted a sign. In fact, in John 2, Jesus said he worked all those miracles to show that he was God. Jews always wanted a sign. Moses said, how, do I, how are they going to believe it? He said, throw your rod down, pick it up. God would give signs to the Jews. The Gentiles would be saved by faith. We don't get those signs. Sometimes I wish God would speak to me from heaven. He speaks to my conscience from the Word and the Holy Spirit. I'd love to hear a voice. One day I will. Come home. I'll go. I'll hear that voice. I'll hear that trumpet. But he speaks sometimes to us quietly and just convicts us. And here's Nathaniel so shocked. He says, Rabbi, Son of God, King of Israel. He recognizes his profession, his person, his position. I love in the upper room where Thomas finally believes. He says, uh, uh, he touches his hands and his side, and he says, my Lord and my God, my master and my God. But the greatest title for Jesus is found here in verse 51. I love this. And he said unto him, verily, verily, that's John's trademark, truly, truly, I say unto you, hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending ascending and descending on the Son of Man. He gets a glimpse of something connecting heaven and earth, and it's the Son of Man. Angels are going up and down on the Son of Man. He gets the same vision that Jacob got way back in Genesis chapter 28. Turn there, if you will. Genesis chapter 28, verse 12. As we, we see the Son of Man in Nathaniel's account, here in Moses' account, from Genesis chapter 28, verse 12. Read these two verses, 12 and 13. And he dreamed a dream and beheld a ladder set up on the earth. And the top of it reached to the heavens and behold, 
the angels of God ascending and descending. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord thy God. I love that because the Lord with all capital letters is always Yahweh. And we know who the I am of the Old Testament was. It was none other than Jesus. So we have Jesus prior to his birth in Bethlehem here standing and he has this vision, Jacob does, of heaven and earth connected and angels going up and down. And it's fulfilled over in Nathaniel's account where it says the son of man, the greatest title for Jesus. Why? Because the son of man means the God man. I love the title, the son of God. We find that here. I love the title, Rabbi. I love all the titles in John, so many great titles uh, in, in the Gospel of John, the Word, the Life, the Light, the Creator, the Only Begotten, the Messiah, the Son of Joseph, Rabbi, all these different things. But there's no title that stands out like the Son of Man. That's that we find in the book of Daniel. And the first time Jesus referred to himself as that, people were angry enough to kill him because they knew that would be the fulfillment. That would be the Meshach, the Messiah of the Old Testament, the Christ of the New. That's what Christ means, Messiah. And so here, they're just, they're, they're just, just like Jacob's son, Nathaniel's son, and he'll go on to see this great, great picture of the cross. I love that. You know, just like Jacob needed the cross, Nathaniel needed it. I needed the cross. I needed to see the cross. You needed to see the cross. And if you haven't had a glimpse of Calvary in your life, you're lost and you'll spend eternity in hell. Jesus saves. He's real. He rose from the dead. He's coming again. And if you haven't trusted him, I would run to this altar at any time today and say, Lord, save me. I know I'd be in jail or somewhere if I weren't saved. But God got a hold of his heart and he worked a metamorphosis in there transformed. I was transfigured. I love that Greek word. You all know it. That ugly old caterpillar crawls in, gets rid of four, those 14 legs, comes out with six and beautiful wings because God worked a miracle on the inside. No scientist can explain it, but God said it happens and it happens. And in my life, there's been a change inside. The Lord moved in. Aren't you thankful for Jesus today? The guys are going to come back and they can sing what they want to sing. And uh, let's pray. And our altar will be open for you if you need to come. God, we thank you for the vision of the cross. The connection from heaven to earth that Jacob could see. Nathaniel could see the fulfillment. As he would see Jesus hang on the cross and see greater things. And Lord, we live by faith. But one day our faith is going to become sight. When you step out and call us home and we meet you your son Jesus in the air. Bless now in Jesus' name. Amen. Come just as you are. Hear the Spirit call. Come just as you are. Come and see, come receive, come and live forever. Come just as you are. 
receive, come receive, come and live forever. Life everlasting, straight for today. Taste the living water and
your streets that are golden. And I want to run where the angels have trod. Jerusalem, I want to rest on the banks of your river. In that city, city of God. John saw the lion laid down by the lamb. I want to know everything about that land. John saw the day, but he did not see night. The Lamb of God, well, must be the light. He saw the saints worship the great I Am, crying, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. I want to go to that city he saw, New Jerusalem. that are golden and I want to run where the angels have trod Jerusalem I want to rest on the banks of your river in that city city of God Holy, 
holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Will you say that with me? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. One more time. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come.